This is Animals Voice Podcast, presented by the Ontario SPCA with close to 50 communities working together for animal welfare. We've got another great show for you on the way, so put your paws up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Animals Voice Podcast. I'm quite excited about today's podcast. I'm joined by the Executive Director of the Brant County SPCA, Robin Kuchma, and she's going to be talking to us about a really interesting program, and it's called Pets for Life. Thank you so much for joining us, Robin. Thanks for having me here today. You know what? I am particularly interested in this program. It's a a newer idea for us at the Ontario SPCA, but we know it's not uh, new to the world. So can you kind of give us the basic premise of the uh, Humane Society of the United States Pets for Life program? Absolutely. Um, I heard about about four or five years ago when I was attending one of the conferences. And I remember uh, listening to one of the speakers, Lori, and she was just amazing. And she had already been doing it for a few years. And I remember leaving in tears. And I thought uh, she had such an impactful statement about the program. And I thought this is a program that we have to have here. So um, basically, it's a program about going into the underserved areas, Um, people where that people that live in poverty, or below poverty line, and they have animals. And it's about bringing them resources, sharing resources with them so that they can provide the extra uh, things that they want to in, for the, their pets. These people love their animals. It's their companion. You know, they live and breathe all of their lives about this, their animals and their pets, but they just have limitations when it comes to providing the resources that they like to, like, say, myself or you wanting to spay-neuter them or, you know, getting the proper food or treats or vaccination. They have so many barriers. Some are financial. There's other things that are barriers when you live in poverty. It could be transportation. It could be just simply your postal code, where you live. You're not close to a veterinarian office. You're not close to a grocery store, right, a pet yes. food store. Um, so it's about getting out into those areas, uh, knocking on doors, building relationships, and sharing resources. You know, I find it so relatable. I don't think anybody that's listening to this podcast would, uh, you know, argue that everybody that we associate with at the Ontario SPCA and and at uh, your Brant County location are animal lovers. So when you think about despite what someone's, uh, you know, income level is or their situation, like you mentioned, in in terms of being at poverty level or sometimes even below, it doesn't mean you aren't still a huge animal lover and still care. So, you know, now that we've sort of established that idea, how does the program actually work? How do you implement it? How does it how does it operate? Well, it it can be simple and it's unique to every area because every area or every postcode or every city municipality is a little different Mm -hmm. and what the needs are. Okay. And as a not-for-profit providing the services, it's also with what you can do, what you can provide. Majority of it is bringing spay-neuter to them um, because a lot of the people that have their pets, they have found that um, over 80%, in some cases 90% of the areas or the communities that they're going into offering pets for life, they've never even been to a vet, let alone spay-neuter. That makes sense. Absolutely. So you're going out and providing spay-neuter services, um, wellness exams, those are key. But it's also about building that relationship and understanding, meeting them where they're at, understanding their challenges. Because a lot of them, it's more than just they, they want to but they don't know how to ask for it. They don't know how to get their animal there. So you might have to provide transportation. Um, You might have to um, bring in a mobile unit. It it can mean different things. It might be that their animal is spay-neuter because they obtained it that way, but they need some help with vaccinations. 
or maybe it's something as simple as a little bit of knowledge on how to crate train that dog to make it um, happier in its home and not destructive. I heard one of the stories that uh, a family kept get, having to move uh, because their dog was cons- uh, was very destructive in the home. So the landlords would get frustrated with them and they'd have to move. The last move, they decided, you know what, we're going to chain this dog outside. So, and we all know that that's not the best life. They loved their animal. They didn't want to lose it, but they didn't know what to do. So a Pets for Life team came in, taught them how to crate train, brought them in some Kongs and some various uh, toys, got them proper leashes because it turned out they didn't even have a proper leash to walk the dog to burn off some of that energy. Some of those essentials. Exactly. So again, that's why it's important to knock on the doors and build the relationship because everybody's need is different and unique. Okay. And I think that's really important to note too, is that we're not always necessarily talking about the big expensive things, but like you're saying, it's those, those basic, you know, before you get a pet, even what are those, you know, make that list, get that basic kit sort of down. Um, and I know that through adoption, through, uh, I'm sure uh, your location, and Mm -hmm. I know, um, the Ontario SPCA animal centers, you know, that's what we're trying to do for our adopters is sort of get them started on the right foot by having this done. But yes, as you're saying, this program is geared toward people who, already have the pet um, in their life, in their family, in their home, but they just need that extra, that extra assistance and whatever form that comes in. Absolutely. So why is the Pets for Life model and initiative animal centers in Canada should look into? I know what was important to me um, when I first heard about it just in my area of Brantford. When I looked at our demographics and our, um, you know, what was going on in my community, there was a lot of people living in poverty. And we weren't reaching them. And I thought, you know what, we can make a difference. Our, you know, we're the SPCA. I wanted to put prevention back in our name. I wanted to get out there. I want to go out there and I want to build bridges and I want to help better the lives of the animals and the people in my community. So that's why it's important to myself. But as Canada as a whole, um, or, you know, Ontario, if I can speak to um, some statistics, you know, I was just um, at a talk where they talked about, um, you know, cruelty investigations. And, you know, there's over 15,000 complaints, but only a small portion of them end up to actual charges. Right. Right. So if you think about it as a pre- pets for life team or a program in your community you can turn that around in um, quite a few years of getting out there by knocking on doors providing resources and knowledge and you can bring those 15,000 complaints down and then the officers that are out there are dealing with strictly the cruelty calls. Absolutely what a change that would make to Mm -hmm. the the scope of animal welfare and to I'm sure all of the communities in Ontario. Absolutely. Robin we're going to take a really quick break guys we've been learning some amazing things about pets for life and how raw and the Brant County SPCA are going to be bringing this program uh, into Ontario and and hopefully uh, helping many, many communities and many pet owners. We're going to take a really quick commercial break and we'll be right back. I'll only be five minutes. It's not that hot out. There's no good excuse for leaving a pet in a vehicle unattended. To report animals in hot cars, call 310-SPCA or your local police. Visit nohotpets.ca to learn more and to take the pledge. 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Animals Voice Podcast. Before the break, we've been chatting with Robin Kuchma, who is the executive director of the Brant County SPCA, and she's taking us through this Pets for Life program, which essentially is so fundamental to animal care, in my opinion, um, that it makes sense to be bringing it in, uh, of course, through Brant County, but, uh, you know, through the Ontario SPCA as well. Hopefully we can start implementing a program like this because essentially it's going to help people, like you're saying, that have pets in their family, in their care, but lack maybe just some of the basic resources or potentially some funds that they they, they don't have, you know, in order to properly care for their pet. So I, I thank you so much once again for joining us and, and giving us some of this information. When we jump back in here, what I'm looking to, to sort of talk about is is a little bit more about specifically Brant County um, and how you plan to sort of use the model at your center. Because, you know, learning about it on a maybe a larger level through the Humane Society of the United States, to me, that sounds like they've got quite a task force probably in order to implement a program like this. So what's your model? How will you guys bring it into action? Um, well, what we're looking at is the motto is building our mission, and it's about keeping animals in their homes, the homes that they're already loved. Um, so if resources are those are barriers to them, it's removing barriers, and that's what it's going to boil down to. Uh, so basically, we um, I'm bringing a team of volunteers together um, and a couple of staff, and we're going to work on resources. We're going to bring in our municipality, uh, work with them on with some of the social housing projects that they have going, and work in partnership. And um, we're going to bring down those barriers one by one. And um, I think, again, going back to just saying, keeping animals in the homes where they're already loved, you know. Um, you know, at the SPCA here, you know, in Brantford, we've done many programs for all the, you know, strays and stray animals that have come to us or community animals and, and so on. But we've never looked outside of our door. And I think that's what's really exciting uh, about getting out into the community. And, you know, it's not just about the animals. It's about the, the people, too. I think that's a great opportunity to just give a quick shout out to anybody, either if you are a current volunteer at an animal center um, or if you're thinking about volunteering. You know, sometimes we don't get a chance to touch on the wide range of different sort of volunteer opportunities that are available. And this is a great one. I mean, this is really getting out there on the on the ground level, hitting the road and, and you know, helping people and their animals and essentially um, helping helping us, helping all of the other SPCAs and humane societies because it's Essentially, it, it stops them from bringing their animal to us um, and not being able to care for, for them. So um, I think that's a, a great volunteer opportunity because you'd really be making a change right then and there. Absolutely. It'll be very rewarding for the, the volunteers. And for some volunteers, it's hard to um, volunteer their time within a shelter yes. when they see animals in cages. Uh, but could you imagine being at an event and helping people keep animals in their home that are already loved, right? If you see a person who's with their animal and they love them, it puts a smile on all of our face. That's so true. That's so true. Now, how do you think a program like this can change the culture around pet ownership, not just in Ontario, but let's go big and say Canada? Um, well, again, it's, you know, the, the barriers that uh, people that live in poverty face and, you know, some days they get up and they don't know where their next meal is going to come from. Uh, they don't know if um, their health is going to be stable. You know, there's various things why they're in poverty. Um, but to know that you can help them with their animal, keep them that animal in home in their home. I don't know what community in Ontario 
in Canada wouldn't want that for their people, for their community. I think it's a program that, like we mentioned, volunteers can be part of. I think municipalities, um, you know, your councillors, your mayor, social housing, all of that. Everyone can get behind this program. Um, and again, you're, you're going to see animals that aren't living on the streets. They're going to be in homes where they're uh, getting all the, the, the love, the attention, and all the the requirements that they're required as uh, being someone's pet. You know what, there's so many um, various groups that you mentioned there that can get on board with this. And I think that's going to be a fundamental part of the program too, is that it's going to take a partnership and it's going to take various groups of people getting on board and getting involved because not just one person can go, I'm going to go do this thing. And, you know, you do need that support. You know, um, I'm also thinking about uh, potentially even various food banks and things like that Absolutely. getting involved because I think what sometimes people don't realize either is um, how obviously important pet food is, but that sometimes folks in poverty will not eat themselves to give the food to their pet because that's how much they love their pet. I mean, this is an everyday reality for them. Absolutely. You're 100% correct. So having a food pantry as part of your, your program is very important. So again, food banks are great, but sometimes there are people that just aren't getting there as well because of right. mobility, depending on where the food banks are located. I know at our local food bank, um, they have limited space to be able to take um, the amount of uh, pet food that's required to all their clients. So what we're starting to do is reach out and go to those communities with our vehicle and dropping food. And we are going to make sure that that's part of our Pets for Life uh, program as well. Um, so again, like you said, by feeding their animal, helping them along the way, it's then bettering their lives too. This is amazing. I absolutely applaud you and your entire team for getting this program up and running. And, and we wish you all of the success. And we look forward to sort of following uh, your progress and hearing those success stories, um, because I, I know that it will be such a huge impact on, on your community and, and hopefully beyond as we continue to grow the program. Robin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Guys, this has been a great episode of Animals Voice Podcast. We want you to keep following us and tune in to hear more of these amazing stories. So don't forget to subscribe and check us out on iTunes. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Animals Voice Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Animals Voice Podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at our website, ontariospca.ca. Animals Voice Podcast is a production of the Ontario SPCA, the Society would like to thank all of our supporters. Together, we are the Animal's Voice. <laughs>